Let's discuss the destruction of Sodom in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah when Abraham lived on the earth. God sent fire and brimstone and completely destroyed Sodom. What was going on at the time that this happened? What was going on in Sodom that got God so stirred up? Let's look at it. It's in Genesis chapter 19. Verse 1. And there came two angels to Sodom at evening. Angels do not have wings. Angels look like natural men. Cherubs have wings. The cherubs all over the ark in the Old Testament had wings. But angels look like men. They look like humans. There's a scripture in the New Testament that says, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for in doing so, some have entertained angels unaware. You're not aware they're angels. Well, that's the way these two men were that came to Sodom. They just looked like natural men, and the people all viewed them as natural men. So they came to Sodom at evening, and Lot, Abraham's nephew who lived in Sodom, sat at the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing these two men, rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, into my house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early and go on your ways. Now why did not why did Lot say that? He knew the men of Sodom. He knew what they were going to try to do to these two men. And Lot was going to protect them. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And Lot pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him, and entered into his house, and he made them a feast. And they did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, before they went to bed that night, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round both old and young, all the people from every quarter of the city of Sodom. They came from every part of the city. If you can imagine where you live right now, men coming from every part of the city, every corner of the city to your house, demanding that you give these two people that you're keeping safe, demanding that you turn them over to them for the purpose of having sex with them. That's the reason that the men came from every quarter of the city was to have sex with these two strangers that had come into the city of Sodom and were lodging at the house of Lot. So it says, before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round about old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them, have sex with them. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him and said to them, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. 
Behold now, I have two daughters, which have not known men. Let me, I pray you, bring them out to you, and do to them as is good in your eyes, only to these two men do nothing. For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And they said to Lot, Stand back. And they said again, This one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will be a judge. Now we will deal worse with him than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. So they were going to force themselves into Lot's house and take these two men by force to have Lot to have sex with them. Now, what about homosexuals? I heard that man that is called the Pope. I heard him on television one time saying, "Well, I don't see anything wrong with a home, being a homosexual." And I screamed out, "What about the Bible? What does the Bible say about homosexuals in the New Testament? What does it say?" Romans chapter 1, let's refresh our doctrine. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. It matters what God thinks. We're going to read what God thinks. It is in verse 27 of Romans chapter 1. Excuse me, back up one verse. It's in verse 26. For God's going to talk about both lesbians and homosexuals and give us his view. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. In the sight of God, lesbians and homosexuals are given over to vile affections to have sex with their own sex. Verse 26, for this cause... God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use unto that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. One time I housekeeper said to me, what do you think of homosexuals? I I told her the same thing I've said to you. The thing that matters is what does God think? And I read these scriptures to her. And then she said, well, but what about on television? I see them and homosexuals say that they were born this way. God told me a few days later about that. He took me to that section of scripture in Mark chapter 10. In the beginning, God created them what? As male and female. They were changed and given over to homosexuality by God. That's what he says in Romans 1. But they were originally created male and female. They weren't born homosexual. So I gave that information to my housekeeper. So let's go back now and look at Genesis 19, where Sodom is going to be destroyed by those two angels, which were sent to get Lot and his wife and two daughters out of Sodom before the destruction. Genesis 19, we start at verse 10. The house is surrounded by men from every quarter 
of the city by homosexuals who have come to have sex with the two men who are at Lot's house. They don't know these are angels of God. Verse 10. But the men, the two angels, put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. Angels have great power. They had power to cause these men to be blind. They had power to move that great stone that sealed up the tomb of Jesus. They have great power. They loosed Paul, a Peter, from the prison. An angel came in at night and took Peter out of the prison, caused the chains to fall off of him, caused the prison doors to open of themselves, put Peter outside the prison because Herod was going to kill Peter. Angels have great power. Verse 11, And the angel smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. And these angels said to Lot, Hast thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons and daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city? Bring them out of this place, for we will destroy this place. Because the cry of them is waxen great before the face of the Lord. The evil has become so strong it has reached the face of God. What about today? Aren't we in the same position? Now we know what's going to happen today. The earth, the power of the heavens will be shaken. The sun will turn dark. Jesus will come through the cloud. He's going to remove those people who are faithful to him through following the scriptures, living in peace through prayer, without spot and blameless. He's going to remove those from the earth before the great tribulation. Some of the elect will be left here to go through the great tribulation. I believe that will be the elect who are just not ready. They aren't living in peace without spot and blameless. That's what I believe. But we do know by the Bible some of the elect will be left here to go through the great tribulation. For Jesus said, if the days were not shortened, even the elect would not be saved. But for the sake of the elect, the days will be shortened during the great tribulation. This present heaven and earth will be destroyed completely by fire. The powers of heaven will be shaken. The sky will be on fire at one point and completely roll up as a scroll, disappearing. The heaven will be burned up and all the works therein will be destroyed. Everything you can see with your natural eye will be destroyed at the end. There is a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness that Peter talks about. And John describes it in Revelation chapter 21. This lot, this thing of Sodom is an illumination as to what's going to come in the end. And the angel said to Lot, we will destroy this place because the cry of them, the wicked, is waxing great before the face of the Lord flaunting sin in the face of God. And the Lord hath sent us 
to destroy Sodom. And Lot went out and spake to his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Get up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. And when the morning arose, the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, these were the unmarried daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And I say to you, lest you be consumed in the iniquity of the churches where they change doctrine from the Bible, away from the Bible, because that's where we are now. Get out of it. Remove yourself from Antichrist people who call themselves Christians. You can't be around them. Lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city, says the angel. And while Lot lingered, the angels laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without the city. They literally drug Lot, his wife and his two daughters, out of the city of Sodom. Verse 17, And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said, Escape for thy life. The angel said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee. Neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. And Lot said unto them, Oh, no, not so, my lord. Behold now, thy servant hath found grace in thy sight. And thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life. I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me and I die. Behold now, this city is near to flee to. It's a little one. It's just a little church. It's not a big one. It's a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. There was a little church in Lubbock that I wanted so much to go to. It was very small, white, white wood board that they put around the building, not brick. And it had a steeple, and it sat back in a little grove of trees. And Oh, that was appealing to me. God reminded me very much during those years of the Lord's Supper, where they passed grapefruit, grape juice, and crackers, and people solemnly eat it. That is not the Lord's Supper. That is grapefruit and crackers and has no power. The Lord's Supper is eating and drinking the scriptures. And they don't know that. So I never could go there. But I sure wanted to. Verse 20. Behold now, Lot says, This city is near to flee unto, and is it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this one city, says the angel, for which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape hither, for I cannot do anything until thou become thither. Therefore the city of the name of this little city was Zoar. Verse 23, the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zoar. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire, Brimstone is just burning rock. 
like you'd see from a volcano, and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. But Lot's wife looked back from behind. I mean, Lot's wife loved the city of Sodom. She looked back longingly. She didn't want to leave. We look back on our churches. We don't want to leave. So same parallel. So she looked back and she became a pillar of salt. And Abram got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the plain and beheld. And lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. It was all gone. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt. Now Lot's over here in Zoar when this falls. Lot was afraid, so he left Zoar and went into the mountain like the angel told him to in the first place. And that's the destruction of Sodom. Now what's happening today in the United States? In 1960, if someone was homosexual and the police found out about it in Texas, they put them in jail. Today they are protected by the law, and the law even persecutes anyone who would dare to speak against homosexuality. Men have lost their jobs for speaking. I saw a football player in the NFL that was suspended for one year because he did not want to play football where there were homosexuals. That's what happens today. You think that won't reach God? We have to side with God on this subject of lesbian and homosexual. It's a sin. We cannot approve it because Romans chapter 1, the Holy Bible, does not approve it. God does not approve it. All through the Old Testament, there were sodomites which were never approved by God. These are homosexuals, lesbians. Now, they can be saved just like an adulteress can be saved if God reveals to them that this is a sin. They will repent then and turn from it and will not do it again and be saved, and we accept them. But we cannot accept the concept of homosexuality for it is God we are speaking for. We are not speaking of ourselves. We are speaking the view of God on the subject of homosexual and lesbian. But it's an example for us to see what's happening today. For Jesus says, as in the days of Lot, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. And in the days of Lot, he was surrounded by homosexuals and evil. And that's exactly what we see today. And that is a trumpet that signals to us Jesus is coming soon. And the falling away from Scripture by the churches is another trumpet that signals the wrath of God is coming soon. Antichrist has moved into the churches this way. And that will bring the return of Jesus. None of us knows the day or the hour But we have to keep ourselves continually in peace without spot and blameless. Without spot 
is lining ourselves up to the scripture. It doesn't matter what you think about homosexual. It doesn't even matter what I think about it. It matters what God says about it. We have to conform ourselves to what God says as the truth. And therefore, we align ourselves with God and become truth. We are not going to approve the things that God disapproves. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.